0: hi guys i'm claire
1: and i'm katie
0: and welcome back to the margarita madness podcast Woohoo! Woohoo! we're back
1: <laughs> i think still you say that every virtually.
0: week i think you say that we're
1: back every week
0: yes we're back still virtually um hopefully we'll be able to do it like outside and oh.
1: so sorry in- I didn't think about the fact that I would need to actually, like, use my computer throughout this, so I didn't plug it in, now it's gonna die. One, oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> one brief moment, Claire, entertain.
0: Um, entertain, um, I could sing.
1: Um. That's <laughs> I riveting.
0: Mean, I don't know, that, that's so much pressure, entertain. Anyways, <laughs>
1: well, you could talk about your highlights of the
0: past week. Oh, yes, I could start, okay, um. <laughs> So my highlight was um okay, y'all are gonna kill me, but uh watching the first episode of Haskell Musical, the series season two. Um I just really missed my children so much. How
1: did I know this was coming?
0: Um I just really missed my children. So Children, aren't they like like the same age as you? Um, you know what? I mean some of them are. Some of them are younger. Right. Okay they're my children I love them um and I I'm okay so just one moment um I'm gonna go off for one moment um I'm all I'm gonna say is I'm conflicted as to whether I am happy that they're doing Beauty and the Beast or um, bummed that they're not doing classical Musical too
1: um you want to hear that... my thoughts sure you already know my thoughts but um sure. the, 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 the other people don't um i'm very disappointed extremely upset about it actually because the whole show is revolved around high school musical it's named after high school musical why would they switch it up
0: i feel like they're still obviously gonna incorporate it
1: but it's not the same it's really not also would have loved to see my man ricky do bet on it so i'm really upset about it actually he did he did but not in a show
0: no, I lived In the bedroom, for that. like, rolling on the
1: bed, he did.
0: <laughs> I lived for that. And you could totally tell it was live because his voice, like, felt felt faltered. Uh, is that a word? Like, like, when he was rolling, like, you could just tell. It was so funny. Okay,
1: more grammar lessons. I'm going to look up the word for um, you.
0: So, do I feel a little weird being 21 and being obsessed with this show? Yes, but I... This is where we're at. Um, it's fine. Well... I think I'm interested to see how they do it, and I'm kind of glad that they're, like, trying to stand kind of on their own from, like, the High School Musical franchise, because I remember when it was first out, everyone was like, oh, they're just trying to, like, redo the series or whatever. Like, everyone's kind of, like, hesitant about it. Um, and honestly, I love Beauty and the Beast, so I'm excited, but I also am kind of bummed that it's not High School Musical, too.
1: Yeah, I just have flashbacks of learning how to play, like, Beauty and the Beast songs in band in high school. oh. And I had to have a solo in Beauty and the Beast, and that was a really bad experience. If you were there and you heard my trumpet solo, I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah, um, and okay, we can move on. with My last comment, <laughs> my, and the last comment, I swear, is that if there is not a season three where they do Sonic the High School Musical 3, I'm going to throw hands. Like, I don't think this is, the, like, I don't expect this show to go tons of seasons. Like, I don't think it's, a, like, you know, a show that's going to go 20 seasons per se. I just hope it goes at least three so we can experience it.
1: I would have to agree before we move on because I think we all know my thoughts about which High School Musical is the best, a.k.a. Yes. three. So yeah. if I don't hear um, I Just Want to Be With You, I'm going to be yes. really, really, really upset.
0: Yes, but I'm also just kind of nervy because Olivia and Josh's music careers are, like, blowing up. Right. So, like, I'm a little nervy. Um, like, just give us season three and then... If- if you have to call it after that, like, I will still be upset, but at <laughs> least you have to call it. Oh. Like, if they don't sing, can I have this dance?
1: Like, just want to be with you. Like, all those, what's the song they sing when they're in the treehouse? Oh, um, oh. Right, it, right here, right,
0: right right here, here. right now. I don't know like, if that's what it's
1: called, but that song.
0: If, if Ricky and Nini don't sing that. Those are the
1: top three songs out of all of the movies. And if I don't hear them sing this, I'm I'm not sure I could be a fan.
0: Um I am I watching this series the whole series just in hopes that we eventually get
1: that. Yes. Anyways, now that we've talked about this for five minutes.
0: Uh, and Justice for Gina. Oh. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Justice for Gina. Right.
1: Okay. So um my highlight was it was my mom's yes, birthday so yesterday. So that yes, was good. Happy
0: birthday last.
1: Yes, that was good. I don't, I don't really do much, as we know, because I can't work right now. So I'm hoping that comes back shortly. That's all I got. I don't really have much going on in my life right now. Yeah.
0: You know what? It's all good. It's all good. I I really have a good feeling that things will be You know. Getting-
1: I think, yes, I would have to agree. I, I think if people are in lockdown much longer, people are just going to do whatever they want now that the weather's nice. So yeah, there's got to be some type of
0: change. I honestly think it's just like, you know, to make sure things don't go crazy for the long weekend and then like they'll start slowly opening up and hopefully hope. we won't ever, like we don't have to go backwards again because yes. of like vaccinations and stuff.
1: Let's hope.
0: So, you know what? Pray for us here in Canada, please. Right. Let's
1: let's get on this.
0: Yes, okay. So now that our little is it even an episode of us we don't have a little ramble at the beginning? No. Um, it's not. (laughs) So today we are going to be discussing a Canada centric um I guess it's kind of a case, but it's kind of a larger issue. Um, So we're going to be discussing today the Highway of Tears, which always kind of freaks me because, one, it's like scary, and two, I actually drove on the Highway of Tears when I was in BC a few years ago. So yeah, a little spooky. So our story starts in 2010, so late one night in 2010. A rookie RCMP sees this big black pickup truck exiting a logging road on a desolate part of the highway. I believe uh, it's Highway Six uh, between the communities of Vanderhoof and For- Fort. I can- <laughs> not me, not knowing myself. Um, and Fort Saint James. So it was suspicious because uh, it was almost 10 p.m., cold, and the car was driving fast and erratically so he calls for backup and follows the truck um given the location he believed the guy might have been poaching uh which honestly i didn't it's about i like didn't really put together what this was so poaching if you don't know is like illegal like hunting or even fishing is considered like poaching um so, the officer pulls over the truck and is surprised to see a 20-year-old guy who has blood smears all over him, which would be a little jarring. Um, yeah. He see that the kid was wearing shorts, even though it was well below freezing. Like, this was November in BC. Like, it's not warm. <laughs> like, like, we just started wearing shorts. Yeah. In May. Yeah. Um, so he asked the kid about the blood because the more he looks inside the truck, the more blood he sees, like pools of blood in the truck.
1: It's a little terrifying. Um,
0: yeah, a little I would be a little spooked. A little a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, this job would not be for me.
1: Um, I would have to agree. so
0: because uh side note, like I always thought I wanted to be like a doctor or a nurse, yet like blood makes me like squeamish. So like Don't know why I thought that was a good idea, and apparently (laughs) I shouldn't be a cop either. (laughs) So he said that he was actually poaching and that he and his friend clubbed a deer to death with a pipe wrench, which I thought was odd and the officer agreed that it didn't make much sense.
1: I'm just not sure how one would get that close to a deer without it running off.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like you would
1: have to be close to it.
0: Like, it literally doesn't make
1: sense. <laughs> I, I'm a little confused, but all right.
0: Like, okay. I mean, I guess. So he told <laughs> the officer, he is just a redneck, and this is just what they do. Sure. That <laughs> specific quote was from the Crime Junkie episode on this, and I just thought it was funny. Like, he I'm, I'm just a redneck. This is just what we do. Um... The officer holds this kid on possible poaching charges and waits for the game warden. While they wait, they search the car and find their wrench covered in blood as well as a bloody knife. Uh, And they find a backpack on the front seat with a little stuffed animal on the zipper. Which, you know, like, isn't that weird, except for, like, doesn't seem to fit with this guy. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, gender and norms, like, whatever, doesn't have to fit into this mold, but, like, This is a guy who just said he like clubbed a deer (laughs) with a run, like, um, didn't seem to fit with it. Um, And it wasn't his. They find, inside they find a wallet with a children's hospital card belonging to 15 year old Lauren Leslie. And the police don't know what to make of it. So they call Lauren's family and tells his, her dad what he found. Um, and her dad says, like, Lauren isn't home, like, he doesn't, he, she had gone out earlier. And knowing that Lauren isn't safe at home, the officer gets a bad feeling, and he knows then, like, he has to try to find Lauren, because something is, up. something's real suspicious. And so when the game warden arrives, the officer points him down the logging road and says to follow it and let him know what he finds. And sadly, what he ends up finding is the body of a young girl half-buried in a gravel pit. Um, No signs of life, and the body was still warm, so it just happened. Um, And at this time, before they had even, like, identified the body or anything, someone came driving up to the scene, and it was actually Lauren's father. And the police are hesitant to provide any information at this time, obviously, because there is a lot of unanswered questions. Um, But they do tell him that this is now a homicide investigation. And the body in the woods was unrecognizable. Um, But Doug, her father, said that if it was her, they would find a tattoo on her wrist that said, Grip Fast, which was the family motto um uh, and actually everyone in the family had that tattoo and with this information they can then confirm that it is lauren's body and the driver is now the number one suspect Uh, but there are still so many unanswered questions like who was this man what was lauren doing there and how did she know him or like did she know him Uh, Lauren was quiet but friendly. She was 15 years old and living in Vanderhoof. All her friends said she was super sweet and loved to help other people. Lauren was actually legally blind. She had 50% vision in one eye and none in another, so she wore these special prescription glasses
1: um according to her mother she had a growing circle of friends in the nearby town of prince george and they worried about her and the drive along highway 16 infamously known as the highway of tears it is 720 kilometer stretch of highway running from saint george to saint rupert but along the route you will find a few small towns and 23 first nations but mostly there is absolutely nothing dense dark woods no lights and little traffic just seems a little concerning why would you if there's so many towns and like things to get to why would you not like get some lights
0: um, i mean i was driving when i drove it like i it was during the day and i wasn't like super picked up but i could see how like especially at night like it's very like in the middle of nowhere
1: right um people have been going missing uh and turning up dead along highway 16 since the late 60s no one really knows how many missing or murdered women are connected to the Highway of Tears. Officially, they're 18 from 1969 to 2006, but local estimates put the number over 40. Even though people know about the dangers, women keep going missing. Uh, a couple of reasons are a disproportionate number of women are indigenous and they don't have access to public transportation, and so they may need to hitchhike. Crimes of opportunity, but police haven't ruled out the possibility that there is a serial killer or killers, such as Bobby Jack, who was a suspect in three of the Highway of Tears murders. DNA conclusively linked him to one of the victims, Colleen McMillan, was 16 when she went to hitchhike to her friend's house and her body was found a month later on a logging road off of Highway 16. Shortly after this, people also named him as a suspect in the deaths of Gail Ways and Pamela Darlington, both 19 years old and both disappeared in 1973. He was also suspected of killing three women in Oregon. He happened to die in prison, so couldn't conclusively be connected because he had already been dead. Um... As they're looking at this stretch of highway, they don't know if she was killed by a stranger or someone she knew. The man they pulled over was both. The name was Cody... Take it away, Claire, with the last name that I can never pronounce. Oh,
0: so the man's name that they pulled over was Cody Lejabaka, is how I heard it pronounced. Yeah. Uh,
1: (laughs) Her parents believe Lauren met him in one of her trips to Prince George, also possible that they met on Nextopia, where he messaged her for the first time on November first. I have no idea what this is. Nextopia.
0: Um, I heard it was like some sort of like networking like chat uh, site, but I've never heard of it myself. Interesting. Either.
1: Um, they talked for hours. Her friend said she was super trusting, and Cody seemed like a good guy. And he shared an apartment with three of Lauren's girlfriends. I mean, interesting that he shared the apartment with the friends, but...
0: Yeah, but I think, like, maybe that, like, made her more, more comfortable. F- you know, like, obviously, like, three True. of three friends live with him, like, you know. Makes
1: sense. Uh, he was a country boy. She felt like she knew him, but she only knew what he wanted her to see.
0: She uh, did yes, yeah, a country boy. Oh,
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> she didn't know that he used cocaine and had a criminal record. Well, those are some major things in his life
0: just some little red flags. You know? No one
1: knew this. Cody didn't have background. You the background you would think of some someone to commit this type of crime. He had a good family and was well off. 27 days after the first exchange, she decides to meet him. The two arranged to meet at a school playground near her house, and he said he would bring alcohol and this is the last time she was seen alive at the school playground where An eyewitness placed her there with a man with shorts on. Um, hold on. This man is bringing her alcohol and she's 15. I mean... (laughs) I don't know how old this man is, but she's 15.
0: And he's 20.
1: Oh, God. He's one too old for her. Two... She's 15.
0: It's just... It's a lot. It's so illegal. A lot.
1: Anyways, from the very beginning... The two had very different ideas what was going to happen that night. Cody had other plans. When Lauren's body was found, it was evident that she was sexually assaulted and trauma to her head and stab wounds. You know, that's really different than I'm assuming she expected. Yeah. With Cody in custody for first-degree murder charges, police start what would be a long and surprising investigation. Lauren's body was sent to an expert pathologist in Pennsylvania for review also had their digital records and the track cody left on the internet were important and they were comparing findings from lauren's case to the murders along the highway of tears
0: um so investigators found that while cody was partying on weekends he was a user of cocaine which he sourced from sex workers um this is how police believed he met 35 year old um jill dischenko a mother of six who was last seen uh, on October 9, 2009. Uh, She was a frequent user of cocaine and involved in the sex trade. Uh, She was uh, reported missing later that month by concerned family and friends. And her body in a similar fashion to uh, Lauren's was found uh, half buried in a gravel pit. Her remains had been found uh, just over a year before Lauren's. They had nothing in common in life, but how they died was eerily similar. So when they test DNA from the crime scene against Cody's DNA, it was a match. And the investigators keep going, and they find evidence linking Cody to two more victims. Cody is linked to the murders of 35-year-old Cynthia Moss and Natasha Montgomery, both who went missing in 2010. The last time anyone had seen Natasha was on August 31st, 2010, when she was leaving a friend's house. And her blood was found on an axe found in Cody's apartment. In addition to the axe, her DNA was also found on the same shorts he was wearing the night that Lauren was murdered. Um, found and the police found the DNA of Cynthia on a sweater and sock that they found in his truck as well as a pair of shoes and a pickaxe. Cynthia was last seen on September 10th, 2010 and she had died of blunt force trauma and puncture wounds. So an important part is that overwhelmingly uh, this is a story of missing and murdered indigenous women and girls. Um indigenous women make up about four percent of the population, but sixteen percent of all female homicides. That's crazy. Which is crazy. And indigenous women are seven times more likely to be victims of serial killers. And I think this is really important because I feel like we forget about it a lot. Um and especially with Canada's past with it. Like it's just really not discussed a lot and this was like 2010 i mean this was only 11 years ago like not that long and i feel like these statistics haven't gotten much better for sure
1: i i feel like i i talked about this in our um indigenous issues episode that we've talked about that i i literally didn't know anything about the past canadian canadian wow Canada had with indigenous people until I went to university, and I think that's solely because uh it was required for me to take an indigenous studies course
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. i I just feel like you know uh high school I don't know if all high schools but our high school did not tell us about this, and I took history in French especially too, and they really didn't talk about it,
0: yeah, yeah, and I just think it's something that we you know kind of gloss over like don't really want to talk about it but it's a really um like dark and important part of our i i i don't even want to say like our history because it's still like ongoing going issue yeah. and i think that's a lot of the issue is that like we paint it as past tense history yeah like i mean we learn about like residential schools and stuff but we talk about it like as if it's been like acknowledged and and solved it not um and this is just an example of that and this is really why i wanted to do that case because i think it's really important yeah um and so uh that being said cody initially pled guilty to all four murders in his testimony he changes his story saying that he was present and involved in all three killings but he said that lauren's death was a suicide and the other three had been killed by a drug dealer he just happened to be there all three times which is like an uh, like unlikely story like no yeah um and experts at trial testified that either of lauren's and not like either of lauren's injuries would not have been fatal right so like how could she have done like all these injuries to her like it just w- wasn't adding up like, there is no way for you to deliver a fatal blow and then follow it up with other injuries right like so cody said that he did hit lauren but only to put her out of her misery which is like okay likely story after and so obviously like they didn't buy this after 24 hours he was found guilty of all four counts of first-degree murder and he got life with no parole for 25 years which is the maximum in canada and that is the story and honestly it's just crazy to me like he was 20 I just at this time like you know
1: what it really makes me think I in no way do I feel sorry for people who do things like this but it really makes you think that people who commit crimes like this have to be mentally ill in some way oh because no one just does that
0: yeah, especially because, like, there was nothing specific in his past. Like, he came from... I mean, obviously, like, you can't know everything about someone's past. But, like, it. it you know, it, it didn't seem like there were big, like, red flags in his past.
1: But that's not to say that people who come from, like, who have good past
0: aren't no. capable of these no, things. But I think but. sometimes it helps to not even, like, absolve it, but, like, you under... Like, not that it, like... You know what I mean? Like, not that you shouldn't be held accountable per se, but like, you can understand. Yeah. You know, oh, th- this is happening. This happened like because of this trauma.
1: Right. I understand. And, yeah.
0: I mean, it doesn't absolve you, but it you you can understand.
1: There's more of an explanation as to
0: there's how. More of an explanation. There's no explanation here. Like this, like there's no reason this guy just killed four four people. people. For God knows. Why?
1: Yeah, I. I feel no sympathy for people like that, but I just. No.
0: I mean, I wouldn't even feels. say like I feel sympathy if it is because of trauma, because it's still like.
1: Oh no! I just mean anyone who commits crimes like this. I feel no sympathy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure, but I think like in some cases, it almost helps you like compartmentalize if it's someone like you if you can point to a reason and be like, oh, like this happened to him. And it's so, like that's why. Oh, right. But like when it's something like this where like you can't, it's like almost more mind-boggling because you're like there's no reason.
1: It's it's really interesting. He seems like a guy that could have been trustworthy. He's living with her friends, like he seemed just like a regular guy. Although he is much older, so I think there's that to be wary yeah. of.
0: Like but... I think I've got a question. Anytime, like. And honestly, like, a five-year age difference at a certain age isn't that big. No. But I just feel like between 15 and 25, like, there's so much maturing, like, life that goes on. Like, now I feel like 25, like, if I were, like, to get someone 26 or whatever, like, honestly, I, like, that. I don't think that would be that.
1: I don't weird. think, yeah, I don't think it would be that weird. I don't but, think like, 15 I...
0: and 20 is, like, two different, like, points in life almost. And so at a certain point, you have to be, like, what does someone who's... A 20-year-old
1: I want with a 15-year-old girl. Like, a 15-year-old girl isn't even, like, legal. Like, I just... Yeah. I I don't understand. In some places in the world, 20-year-olds are having babies, whatever, living their life. But generally, 20-year-olds are in university and 15-year-olds have just started high school. Yeah. Are in their first year of high school.
0: Yeah. So, like, I feel like at any... T- like, with that age point like you gotta kind
1: of question like it is true although I don't think I would personally want to date someone who's 26 I don't think it would be as weird
0: no like honestly (laughs) I feel like it's not
1: (laughs) yeah just like you said at a certain point the age gap is just not as I don't even want to say weird it's just accepted because it's not yeah it's not weird
0: it's well, fun I also feel like someone who's 21 and 26 are in much similar stages right Of uh, like a life, like you know they might you know not be in school like someone who's 21 is, but like you know they're in that similar like early career early yeah adulthood so like kind of like
1: for me, for example, like I'd be graduating one year and then we'd be in the same place and be fine and yeah. be working. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, I just feel like it wouldn't
1: wouldn't be that weird. A 15-year-old girl just doesn't know anything. They haven't experienced anything yet. Like why
0: Yeah.
1: Like no, she should be worrying about like w- which of her friends is like going to hang out with a boy, like not like
0: Yeah. This Yeah. So, and, of course, that's not, like, you know, to say that, like, it's anyone, like, her fault. Like, oh, definitely like, not. No, no, no. No, because how can someone, how can that be, like, it, it, there's no fault with her. Like, it, it's his fault. Of course.
1: And it's just. I just, uh, I don't, the stories that, that we always read about of the people committing the crimes that they come up with, it's just so odd to me the way they try to like justify it like i was hunting but i hit a deer with a pipe if you know anything about hunting i barely know anything about hunting but i know that you could not approach a deer that close and they'd like be there for it
0: no they spook easily i'm pretty sure like you have to be super quiet and stuff so i'm just like you can't get that close this is yeah this that's probably why the police were like "Mm."
1: are you sure you sure that happened?
0: Yeah, like, I'm not even a police, and I'm like,
1: uh... You know what? I will say, in this one, the police were on it. I feel like a lot of the ones that we read about, the police are just, don't care. Yeah. Don't care, or just are not doing their job to the to the fullest.
0: Yeah, I mean, also the guy wasn't really doing himself any favor. <laughs> like, he literally had DNA from, like, crimes... Like, a year, like, over a year before. Yeah. So, like, not the sharpest tool in the shed, which is, like, thankful, because it allowed him to be caught.
1: I mean, but he got away with a lot before he got caught, so. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's bad. It's always good when they're dumb, because then you catch them.
1: Well, you want to catch them, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: anyways Um, yes we think this topic needs to be spoken about more
0: yeah i i just remember like um i so i did pull from the like some other sources but i most i listened to like the crime junkie episode on this which is what originally got me thinking about it and then like i i kind of known about the highway of cures for a bit but then i did like some more research on it And it's just really crazy. Like, it's just such another glaring way of how, like, indigenous... Like, in the indigenous population in general, but specifically women and girls, like, they're just so vulnerable. And it's crazy that this is happening, like, things...
1: But even more specific to to that area, like, I'm not sure exactly what would help, obviously, but even putting some lights on that road, I just... Everywhere you go, there's lights on the road.
0: Yeah, like well, so I remember listening to. So this just reminded me. Like I remember I was listening to this podcast once, Like it's called True Crime Obsessed, and they were talking about like how a lot of times and some things like you hear about like known dumping grounds, like you know places where bodies are, you know, frequently um like discarded of yeah and it's like and they were like why are known dumping grounds a thing like if you know that things are nefarious things are happening there like put police or like people or personnel or lights or whatever there And i kind of feel that way about this like if you know that this is a particularly bad highway or like stretch of highway like put more people put more like patrol people put more lights like... i mean
1: i think that's pretty easy for us to say but There's a lot of known issues around what's going on between the indigenous people and, like, the government and other things, and nothing's being done about it. Yeah, well, I
0: guess that's the big point here, is that because it's, you know, mostly indigenous women and girls, like, that's why there's such an action. Yeah. Unfortunately. But it it is kind of infuriating.
1: It really is. I just...
0: that uh, keeps happening because you know yeah yeah i just <laughs> yeah it, it's, it it just infuriates me that these things still. it's happen. hard
1: to even know what to say
0: yeah well i guess that is our case slash i guess it was multiple anyway case story little true crime episode yeah. um we hope you enjoy we hope you found it informative and encourage you to
1: educate yourselves do do your your own research which i
0: am continuing to do because i am not fully briefed on this you know what i did find i am learning
1: so we obviously when we're a part of the tcdsb the toronto catholic district school board went to catholic school but i did find that the tdsb the toronto district school board has a uh, page for indigenous resources which is really interesting because I feel like we got none of that granted do I know if these are good resources or if they provide actual information no I just know that they have a a web page on it Mm
0: -hmm. interesting yeah well go go check that out if you're interested yeah yeah uh, yeah especially if you are Canadian and listening to this like i feel a lot of the time even like, if
1: you're not canadian there's indigenous people oh yes, everywhere yes. but you know
0: i just mean like especially because like that i feel like this is such an issue that we don't talk about a lot here in right Canada, like i feel like a lot of times we're like oh you know like we don't really experience you know these type of issues or you know especially with everything in you know that uh has been going on the last few months since like the summer in the states with racial injustices and yeah such, i feel like a lot of times as canadians we're like oh you know like that doesn't like have you like only in the u.s or whatever and it's not it's, like it happens here it happens the
1: everywhere it that is,
0: the only reason that it's not i feel like just the only reason it's not as Visible is because we're a smaller country. Smaller like country, you know, but you know, media
1: is so prevalent in the U.S. Media companies, media, whatever. Yeah,
0: I guess. Yeah.
1: So it's just so.
0: And like seeing. Such it. a bigger country, so it gets amplified when right. things like happen there because it's a superpower of a country. Right. And so I feel like just because it doesn't get shown on the news as much, like we don't think it exists here. But
1: it does. It does. Educate yourselves find some resources
0: um, yeah i just wanted to discuss that yeah. and uh, i never know like i don't want to say i like, enjoyed this case but i hope you, you
1: learned found, something
0: learn something found it interesting yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> anyways do you want to talk about your uh, what you're looking forward to
0: um i'm looking forward to olivia rodrigo's album dropping on friday Right, right. She's been three for three with her singles.
1: She, I will give it to her. She is, yes.
0: Good for you. I think has to be my favorite out of the three.
1: It might be my favorite, too.
0: Just the early... It gave me, like, Avril Lavigne, it, early 2000s yes. punk vibes that, like, I needed. Yes. But it's just so funny because I saw these memes where it's, like, she's going through the stages of grief. Like, it's, like, sadness then kind of, like um oh, what, what was da- what was the one they used for deja vu like it was sadness for like driver's license and then like uh oh, like doubt or like uh i forget what it was like Or uh, not talking makes make sense but then this one was anger and i was like yes
1: yeah i she's definitely a very good artist i like it a lot
0: um so i just feel like i'm if all the songs on the album are like as good as the one she's put out like i'm excited
1: you know what, I think it really, well, the big, big thing to talk about here with her is she's a really good represent, representation for people of color in the media, because she's, she's Filipino, if you yes. didn't know. Yeah, she's half and Filipino. And she's, yes, half Filipino. And she's, you know, become very popular. She's obviously really good at what she does, and I think that's great role model for the youths and others. Yeah, the I love, we love the queen. Yeah she's to to be honest she's she's so awesome like she just she's a really good singer obviously a good writer I think a lot I think her songs are just really empowering to a lot of people which is why she's really popular
0: oh just think about singing like screaming good for you like at a at the concert I will I be buying tickets when she goes on tour absolutely (laughs)
1: I just saw a thing, some random person on TikTok posted, it, not relevant to Taylor Swift or her, and she was like, but do we think that she should open for Taylor Swift?
0: No, I don't think she should open. I think she needs her own tour <laughs> at this point. Like, you know when she's going to like like a damn, so you're probably just screaming that, like...
1: I think, I feel like she really... I She's young, obviously. I don't really know um, exactly how how old she is, but she's young. I feel like over the past year, all girls around this age have gone through, through like, just a general, like, breakup. Not with, like, boys or, you know, whatever. Just generally feeling those ways. And she really encapsulates, I feel like, how the all, like, teens have been feeling this past
0: year. like, honestly, I've never had a breakup, but I find myself feeling these emotions.
1: Um, Yeah, I just feel, like, nationwide we just all were feeling this way and she just yeah. put it very well into those three songs yeah
0: so um mildly obsessed it's fine
1: we really did um, talk about her for a while twice actually i
0: so excited for her to go on too we're just hoping it doesn't interfere with the season three. Oh. <laughs> like, really you can do both
1: oh goodness
0: but um anyway yeah love her stream sour <laughs> um and you really do
1: a lot of promo for a lot of people on this podcast
0: and i'm just you know what it's fine um i'm obsessed uh go stream it and but so excited for it to win a grammy
1: do i even have a highlight (laughs) i don't even highlight uh, what i'm looking forward to what even is this week i don't even know the dates anymore
0: oh i'm also looking forward to going up to the lake this weekend
1: oh oh great i might go to my cottage we'll we'll see who knows i'm Hoping that I get to work soon. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see.
0: We'll see. I
1: don't even know what I'm looking forward to because I literally don't do anything. That's there's that. So Yeah.
0: I'm looking forward to whenever we can get back to our backyard mars. Yes, I
1: was thinking within this week, but bigger, yes,
0: when we can Yeah. Do
1: things again, yeah.
0: Stay at home orders.
1: I'm I'm really over it. I feel like we've had with several times.
0: I I'm I'm just over like the back and forth. Like I feel like we've been back and forth. Yeah. So many times. Yeah. I feel
1: like that TikTok like, just let, let me if in. If you know, don't, po- me and Claire quote this uh, TikTok a lot. It's Charlie trying to, you know, Charlie D'Amelio trying to be let in where she's like so close to him. She's like, let me in, please. Let me in. Is this is like, let like actually
0: let us out. But, you know, yeah. same, same mood.
1: Yeah. Let me into the gym. Let me into Claire's home. Let me, uh,
0: you know what? I just
1: miss people. Let me into the hair salon.
0: oh
1: yes my hair is my hair is suffering yeah (laughs) fine it's bad anyways we hope you learned uh, from this um we hope you educate yourselves to your own you know research about all the things that are going on in the world right now
0: yeah it's uh you know i feel like with everything out there like you can't you just can't be ignorant anymore like it's not an excuse you know like there's so there's so much out there and like I, i'm not saying i'm perfect like i there are many things that i still need to like be educated <laughs> on, but i think it's important to like use the resources out there yeah so yeah
1: anyways well, we know, hope you have
0: you've... a great week. that's exactly Street what i was sour. gonna say wow and, stream uh...
1: sour she's really out here doing promo <laughs> Olivia, really my... if you're
0: listening... Tune in next week for
1: our <laughs> rankings. Oh my god. Where we
0: rank the song.
1: We should. You know what? Next week, we're gonna talk we'll about...
0: Quick. We'll make it quick.
1: Well, next... We don't have a an, uh, topic anyways. Oh,
0: true. Should we literally just make an episode where we talk about Olivia Rodrigo and the Well, I was one? gonna say
1: we should generally rank our favorite songs currently, but we could definitely add a, a section just for her.
0: Okay. <laughs> the queen deserves
1: it she does we'll let you as know
0: if, as think she'd ever listen
1: like okay miss <laughs> girl queen bestie get on it listen to our podcast I can't wait
0: to see you
1: on concert on she claire cannot wait to see you on concert okay everyone I don't, it I is 9 40 I'm p.m thinking about it it's past claire's bedtime she will wait to see you on concert
0: okay i'm too excited i English I'm just <laughs> too excited thinking about it
1: all right anyways bye guys
0: bye see you next Thursday